do you think this thing's this piece is for? Like, if you had to guess, I think you know what it's for. I think this is two. This is two separate pieces. Can I break them apart? It's one piece. No, dude. It's <laughs> it's only one piece. Dude, right hand and left hand. Yeah. Like number two. You touch it with both hands. <laughs> uh, no, I'm gonna break it. Don't break dude, it, dude. Because I think it's like a no. A, the lock. It's thinking is not good enough. That's not a good enough reason they to break something. Pass by each other and then lock in. No, <laughs> I'm gonna do leave it. my desk piece alone. Dude, what if look, that's look the cornerstone of my whole desk? Look how fragile it Dude, is. Then don't break it. Look, it's it would be so easy. I'm sure it would be. Just can you put it down? Can It'd be you, so easy. Can you put it down, please? I'm gonna break this bigger one. Why? Is there a bigger one? <laughs> oh, dude, it's so flexible. Yeah, that's good. I'm that's, gonna break it. No. I mean, not break it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's probably load bearing, dude. There's no way it's load bearing. It's definitely. It's probably. Can hold a mouse. Nine R H nine L H. You'll be able to put them back, dude. You could super glue these. I don't need super glue, Daniel. I have. I dude, look at it. They come glued. Look at it go. Please don't. I mean, I feel really bad if they are actually supposed to stay together, but there's no way. I'll only allow it if you look through the manual and find where you're supposed to break them apart. Yeah, it's too far away. Yeah. I'm gonna do it, Lee. What do you think? I'm gonna break. I'm gonna bend this to where. I'm gonna do it, <laughs> dude. It's like a loose tube. <laughs> it's to uh, uh, allow for better ventilation. Is that what you? Is that what you think? Yeah. Because that's not what it's for. It's for sure, dude. Yeah, look, look at that. that. Oh, dude, don't you wanna? It's to pivot the desk. Dude, when break you want them to. apart. It's like a Twix. No, that's not how that's. Yeah, break me off a piece of that Kit Kat. Twix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A Kit Kat. That's what I was. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat Twix. <laughs> like it's like the the Office episode where Andy forgets what the the rest of the oh, jingle yeah. is. He's like, "Break <laughs> me off a piece of that fancy feast." Motor oh, oil. <laughs> Break me off a piece of that hair for men. He's like, I can't. <laughs> Do you know what's weird? It's like, I hear this. Like, you know how it's like... Uh, oh, because it's probably got some loose wires or something. It's an aged cord. Well, I just like, I can hear... Oh, maybe, is it more of like a... It's like <clears throat> a stethoscope, what is it? Oh, stethoscope yeah, yeah. or whatever. Okay, yeah, maybe the way that it's... The way that it, the point uh, at which it's connected is just like funneling like, sound into... Okay, before we start... <laughs> We're starting! Before we start, I need an elaborate just system drink. that holds the cord so it doesn't brush against my shoulder. You're the worst, dude. You are the most diva. There the it is. Diva. There it is. So an elaborate system attained. There we go. Daniel, you, you drove Don't down back. today from Dallas? Uh, yeah, last late last night. Where'd you stay? Uh, at my parents. Did they sell? Parents. Did they sell their house yet? Yeah, yeah. They they uh, bought a house in the colony. So. Oh, oh, right. I think you told us that. Fancy yeah. schmancy. Yeah, it's all right. Did Wyatt end up buying your parents' house? No, there was there was a uh, young couple and their the ladies. I say young. They were probably in their like early thirties, mid thirties, that were from California, I think, and they had horses. And the parents lived in St. Louis. I don't care about uh, buyer information and disclosure stuff. I'll put all this out in the open. Yeah, if you could tweet this all in one tech. I'm going to use the real names. Yeah, please. <laughs> you can track these people down. But no, so the, the, the family, the parents bought the, the place. And then the younger couple, they're like, I think the... The lady, the younger lady is like a professional polo, like horse polo player. Whoa. So they have these like super fancy horses and they're buying it and they're just going to like have horses again. So nice. It's kind of cool. It's like my parents bought it when they were young and they were boarding horses so they could put their horses there. So they ended up selling it to people that are, that were boarding horses that are going to have horses there. It's good. They weren't too bored of horses to sell it to people to board their horses. Boarding is where you hit them with wood, right? <laughs> is that yeah. what that is? Yes. Okay. Seems. It's it's. In, you don't really talk about it in inhumane. the horse community, though. But 
Well, it I, needs to be talked about. That's the problem. Yeah, it's like it's like um, uh, what is it? Uh, hazing in fraternities and sororities. You know, oh, is it talk like about that? It. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Horse hazing. Gotcha. AKA boarding. E- equine fraternities. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm gonna go get a cup of coffee. Y'all f- finish this thought. Hang on. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's cool. Yeah. No. Um, Wait. So how much? How much? How many acres do they have in the colony now? Like one. Okay. It's not bad. <laughs> one. I think it's like one point one. Okay. One point one one. It's better than so, nothing. There's like so. There's they actually had a map that um, for people who don't know where this place is. Good. <laughs> um, but the, there's the original neighborhood where they had the like. Uh, larger homes and yeah land i guess and the then, start of the neighborhood and right. then yeah and then they added on another phase of it i guess mm-hmm. and the houses are a little bit closer together and everything and then they've added on the third phase of it where it's like you know everyone's like pretty close together yeah so yeah that's how it goes i suppose yeah my, my parents neighborhood is similar to the colony but i think it is more of an equine neighborhood yeah and they kind of did the same thing where the the houses in the front off the main road Mm -hmm. are bigger and more spaced out and then as you get further back they start getting more um not cookie cutter but more consistent yeah and also less spaced out yeah they were they were like oh no we're running out of land (laughs) (laughs) they're like everyone gets a huge slice of this pie and then they're running out they're like Oh shit! They're probably like, man, the more people we can fit back here, the higher the homeowners association dues can be. Yeah, it's it, it's like it's like when you write what, what's the joke where it's like uh, I forget who 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 did it, uh, but there was like a comedian that said like when you start writing letters on like happy birthday, oh, uh, it's John Mulaney. A John yeah. John Mulaney, yeah. and he's like big ass yeah. A, <laughs> big ass A. And they're like, okay, little P, the other little P's slightly underneath it. Let's just fit that Y in yeah, there at the I, end. I, All right, big ass B. <laughs> Don't learn from yeah. mistakes. Yeah, they're, they're uh, that's like they like start with the giant ones up front, and then they're like, oh fuck. My parents' neighborhood, uh, if they're the big ass H, the big ass B just is is basically fleshing out. They're probably getting to where they're like in the THD area now. Oh yeah, they're uh, they probably have. I think they're supposed to have a thousand houses over there. Oh my yeah. god! Well, that's but that's like the new that's the double eagle. That's thing. the double eagle. Yeah, yeah. fuck um, double eagle. Yep. You know, why you need two? <laughs> why you need two? Two eagles. Yeah, dude. Well, and, I mean, they, and neither's golden. So yeah, but I mean, like you have to have a male and a female eagle to do you though. So yeah, so that you need two eagles. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. <laughs> two eagles. I never thought of it that way. Flying around there, but that's not an equestrian. I thought it was a separate thing. It's they are a, separate. They're not the same neighborhood. And just it's a big it's, wall in It's going to be more like the colony, except ridiculously expansive. And also, in the back, it's supposed to be more affordable, which is also another thing. Yeah. It's going to be more like cost living. Yeah. Um, which people in my mom's neighborhood aren't particularly thrilled about because they want to make roads that go between the neighborhoods. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, I know. I I would join the uh, I would join the group of people fighting that, fighting I've, that. Yeah, I've seen that. Like we toured that neighborhood back there. You yeah, don't, you don't want them. You don't want, the <laughs> you don't want the double eagle riffraff coming in. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like if it's not even that people uh, who live in like lower income homes are are bad people or whatever, but it's just like you'll have statistically more like teenagers and stuff throughout the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And more just, kids and. Those oh, no. roads are not made to like handle. Oh no, people and like. Well, I mean, traffic. like even when you get off of what is it like the old loop or whatever, and then you get onto the main highway. Yeah, like, both of those are like kind of sketchy. You don't have a light. Yeah, that's true. And that so my parents were looking at a house that was on this like little dead end, um, and they're like, oh yeah, like they won't be putting other houses in there, or whatever. Like we'll be on this like little sleepy, you know with a little turnaround or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then as they were getting closer and they were almost going to like close on it or whatever, th- they, they found out they're like, Oh no, they're going to blow that shit out and then add 600 more homes. Yeah. Dude. They're like, yeah, so crazy. Uh, no, we don't want to do that. Yeah. That was a, I think that's an incredibly smart move because again, those roads are not made to handle the traffic. That's going to be oh, no. created. I mean, you, that. you, it's like two cars a home. 
So that's like an extra 1,200 cars. Easy. Oh, yeah. No. And eventually 2,000. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's going to be it's Well, gonna be and everyone's going to want to be there because it's so close to the high school. I guess. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll start doing stuff down like Pope Bend and make those into neighborhoods down there across from the high Well, that's the thing is stuff. those, you know how Harrison's house or his parents' house, it kind mm-hmm. of rides right up against yeah. where my parents' neighborhood used to be. Mm-hmm. Well, that double eagle is kind of splitting the difference and is actually coming up to their backyard oh wow So like it's on it's you know five years away from that all just being interconnected oh, yeah like his his parents their backyard has this great view down into the valley and then it's like 15 years will just be like roofs yeah no, no no you won't be able to see austin because of the stupid cheaply built mansions <laughs> that yeah. are in the way obscuring the horizon yeah just two eagles flying into the sunset (laughs) over a river crossing Uh, and there's a pope in the background and he's bending down to pick up (laughs) he's dropped something and he's leaning over for it lee i like your shirt that's a good ass shirt i can't i don't really like it because it says fire crotch but i like the design oh i see it's just a little aggressive for me you know I, mm, yeah no it's it's telling right i do like the font though i like that that the, font the font is cool i would do like a resume or like a menu you put a, a, men- res- a menu on your shirt no i mean like i would just use that font for like other things oh i yeah. see what you're saying and the first yeah. two things you listed were menu and resume yeah okay i'd put my name in that i think so like for people that can't see it if you, if you guys want to describe it maybe you'd have a better description of it there lee uh it's yeah it's sort of like the my little pony font but a more aggressive and f- with flames sorry there's gonna be mic noises right now because this is annoying me okay we're good we're back <laughs> and we're so back we're- and we're at, and we're back and this is an episode all about you guessed it animal crossing on the nintendo switch so daniel what flowers are native to your village? <laughs> <laughs> I I have not. Uh, I don't have a switch, but I want a switch, and I've heard a lot about uh, uh, Animal Crossing. So I don't know what flowers I would. I don't know what flowers I would have. You don't have well, a. He didn't ask, yeah. You don't have good. a switch. I don't have a switch. What are you doing, Nintendo bro? Switch. He also doesn't have a PC. Yeah, I know. So I need a PC. Doubly behind. But that's okay. We love him anyways. I, I'm that guy. He's like the weird uncle you keep around because he mm-hmm. makes really good steak on Thanksgiving. I, uh, <laughs> you have an uncle that makes steak for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Do you make good steak? Not, yeah, I, I think so, but not on Thanksgiving. I'm Who vegan. Thanksgiving? I'm, how dare you say that to me? <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh, anyways what's the what what's the vegan alternative for uh steak well i mean like on on thanksgiving <laughs> what do you eat on thanksgiving uh, i mean there's tofurkeys right i don't know if they would have anything that would a vegan would complain about because you can eat tofu as a vegan unless there's some kind of animal based that would defeat the purpose yeah tofurkey what, probably but would you, so that's tofu that tastes like turkey sure it's that's a little bit simplified but essentially yes a tofu shaped like a turkey dude i guarantee you go to uh like a whole food somewhere in your area and get the tofurkey lunch meat slices and uh-huh. they are literally indistinguishable from turkey so to- tofu can hold a uh, shape in the, in the same way that like meat can yeah like if you could slice it up like that that's crazy i mean it hmm. I, i'm talking about like i wasn't expecting it to be as convincing as it was. I was, whenever, when it comes to vegan alternatives for as far as like direct analogs, like tofu turkey instead of turkey, or I don't know, tofu scramble instead of eggs, I, I try not to have the, um, if you have the expectation of it being the same, you're going to be disappointed, which is why mm-hmm. the vegan alternative stuff gets like a bad reputation and gets made fun of all the time vegan cheese is a great example because it's not it's just not the same it's close like you can see what they were going for but it's just not the same Hmm. but those tofurkey slices are 
they feel like turkey, they look like turkey, they smell like turkey, and they taste like turkey. Like, I don't know what to say. It's, it's, it's like magic. What does that say about turkeys, though? It says yeah. that it says that processed lunch meats are actually, you know, kind of yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> They've been made of tofu this whole time. I mean, like little little flaps of of cooked muscle, thinly sliced for your sandwich. I mean, every time I open up a package of lunch meat, it smells like an asshole. It smells exactly like that. I- yeah, I, it's to the point that I don't buy lunch meat. Yeah, I mean you, you have to really get like, even like some of the nicer stuff still smells <laughs> bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean like the boar's head or whatever, like behind the counter if you it, get it sliced. Like sometimes that stuff's all right, or like salami, <sighs> like some specific sausages and stuff don't. But yeah, if you get like Oscar Mayer's like resealable pack of I smoked guess. turkey, I didn't, I didn't, it opens up and it's yeah like ass when you peel it back exactly yeah it's rank it's no good does the tofu have that same rank smell yep Mm. i just mean it's (laughs) it's processed bullshit it's it looks gross and it tastes good (laughs) nice so i I don't want lunch meat or tofu (laughs) (laughs) so back to animal crossing lee as our incumbent specialist what is the worst part of playing with other people are you talking about well it depends on what you're talking about so animal crossing is built around the idea that you can go and visit other people's villages or in this case islands um because other people's islands are going to have things that your island doesn't and each thing a, a lot of stuff is specific to each day so things reset every day for example, the inventory of the store, of the um, the inventory of the, the clothing shop. Uh, you get random villagers that do different things. Not villagers, I'm sorry, visitors to your village. Uh, special characters that maybe buy bugs at a high price or uh, have you enter into a fishing competition or sell you black market items. Just like, it's dependent on the day. Um, however... And these are other players or NPCs? NPCs. NPCs. So you start your your island. Uh, You live on the island. Your island will come with uh, several attributes that are randomly generated and are unique to your island. I mean, that's unique is a strong word. Not like, yeah, like, so you can have one of five fruits native to your island. You can have either apples, pears, oranges, peaches, or cherries. And your island will never grow another fruit by itself. But what you can do is you can communicate with other players in real life or uh, via the internet to trade for the various other fruits until you can eventually plant all the fruit on your island. I mean, if that's what you want to do. The same goes for flowers. There's six different kinds of flowers, I think, maybe seven. Same deal. But the idea is you can't get everything in the game playing alone you did you can't now this is where you asked what the worst thing about the game is or well, about playing about with playing other with people, other people yeah. is so nintendo uh they're they're famous obviously for making really high quality first party games so think of all the nintendo franchises that just succeed constantly super mario legend of zelda uh there hasn't been a Donkey Kong game in a while, but, I mean, he's there. It's it's like Disney almost. They just have this roster mm-hmm. of characters. Right. They can pump out a game for whichever character, and it's probably going to be success. Metroid. Because generally, they're pretty good. However, there's one area that Nintendo is constantly behind um, the rest of the gaming industry, and that is multiplayer. And it's not even close. Like, Nintendo's multiplayer is, like, laughably bad. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's weird, well, weirdly restrictive. It's it's uh, unnecessarily slow. It's just like, <clears throat> uh, for example, in Animal Crossing. Uh, now, whether or not this is like a nefarious sales tactic, it's just like that's up to us to decide. I guess Nintendo's not going to come out and say. But per console, so a Nintendo Switch costs three hundred dollars or two hundred dollars for the Switch Lite. 
Animal Crossing downloaded onto a Switch, even with the physical cartridge, you are only allowed one saved village per Switch. And that's not per account per Switch. That's one village for all accounts on the Switch. So if you have, if you're a parent who wants to start a village and also have three kids and they all want their own island, you need four Nintendo Switches in order to do that. <laughs> wow. Otherwise, you're all living on the same island and you're all trying to accomplish the same goals. You all sort of work toward the same thing, but you have extremely limited capability as one of the add-on villagers. So you're either the main villager that gets to participate in the story or you're just somebody else that lives there and people treat right. you like it's it's just it's bizarre it's so weird and i huh. get it because they want to sell nintendo switches right i mean it's smart but also it's kind of well if you wanted to do that then why why put it somewhere in the gray middle area where you can be a character but you're restricted why not just make it so you have to play alone i mean that way you, you get you, you make people that you give them no choice at all, right? You can't even go light. You have to play by yourself or get another Switch. It just doesn't make any sense outside of the obvious advantage that they get to sell more Nintendo Switches that way. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, as from a player's point of view, it's completely backward. It's, it's backward to the point of like, it's like rude. Like it feels like, luckily the game is, is like really fun to play. Otherwise, it's a great addition they added so many things and they're continuing to add things through updates and the game itself is like 10 out of 10 it's perfect it's the best animal crossing to date and there's been five of them well, but then it, but then, then they add all these dumb things and this goes for every generation of every nintendo game ever it's like f 10 steps forward and five steps back just like they add these dumb ass restrictions to like keep players playing their way especially when it comes to multiplayer. In Animal Crossing, when you visit somebody else's town, okay, let's say I have my Switch in my hand and Hart, my brother, has his Switch in his hand right next to me, five feet away. And he says, oh, I, got, I have a cool thing in my shop. Do you want to come buy it? And I say, okay, cool. So he has to, this is the process. Now, compare this in your mind to online video games that you're that you play on a regular basis where there's a matchmaking process it takes five seconds there's drop in and out people seamlessly enter and exit the game all the time mm -hmm. so he needs to walk with his character to a special building where he has a care uh, conversation with a dodo behind a desk and the dodo and this takes about five minutes to he will ask you a series of questions about you want to open your town cool who do you want to open to? People on the online or people locally? Okay, people locally, cool. Do you want to do it via a special code that people need or do you want to just open it up generally to people? Or do you want to open it up to your friends only? Okay, cool, you want to open it up to your friends that happen to be nearby, cool, totally. And then it takes a few seconds to load and the gates of the airport will open. Yeah, so it's customs, right? Okay. Animal Crossing customs. Yeah. So, you, so you're basically- <laughs> They added customs to the what game. What island are those Paris from? Yeah, what the fuck? So, and now- <laughs> Now what I have to do is I go to the same building in my town, the airport, I talk to the same guy, and I say, I wanna fly somewhere, and he says, cool, do you wanna fly to somebody else's town, or do you wanna fly to like, there's a couple of islands you can fly to in game that aren't um, just like other places you can go. And I say, I wanna fly to one of my friend's islands. Okay, do you wanna fly locally, or do you wanna fly online? Okay, I wanna fly locally. So now he types a little shit in, he says, it looks like there's a flight to whatever town hearts town it's called whack ho okay so, <laughs> so i press done he says hold on i'm getting it ready so another 20 seconds and then you start flying now what happens in hearts game is the entire game is interrupted for 30 to 45 seconds while i load in and there's this like little screen you just wait it's like a loading screen for almost a minute as i'm entering the town and landing very slowly and finally I show up and I'm there okay that's just for one player it takes about five minutes for one player to join so if you want to invite you you can have eight people in a town at once if you want to invite eight or seven of your <laughs> friends to your town it's gonna take 30 minutes to get everybody there and guess what it's the same loading procedure to have everybody leave one at a time 
So as people God. leave your village, it'll interrupt everybody's game for minutes at a time while you watch a dumb cutscene of somebody else walking out the airport and flying away in a plane. Oh. Wow. And it's just so clunky and it doesn't make any sense. Why can't I just find someone else's town in a tab and press join? Yeah. It takes one second in every other game. But in Nintendo games, they have to go to a special room and talk to a special character. Yeah. I mean, that would be fine if it was uh, instantaneous. It's right? just... If it, it feels like a, some kind of teleportation apparatus or something. Goofy, right? But It, it feels like a chore. In, yeah. It feels like yeah, a chore. I'm like, I don't... If I have to come to your town, I will, but I really don't want to because it's going to take me 10 minutes. Yeah. Jeez. That's kind of interesting. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, for Nintendo products, it's always been like that. They've always wanted you to have your own, like even from the Game Boy or the DS or with the Cube, maybe it was like that. I think the Cube was more like local parties, though. You could but, do, yeah, Cube to Cube, but that was during the same time as when you could do Xbox to Xbox or PlayStation yeah, like to PlayStation. Local yeah, like local LAN stuff. Local, yeah, LAN but stuff like, was easy. But like going all the way back to Game Boys or the DS, whatever, that was like, if you had Pokemon and I wanted to trade with you on Pokemon, we had to get the little cable and <laughs> right. switch them back and forth. And yeah. we both had to go to like the trading post yeah. to both meet. Like, or if they, you wanted to fight, you had to go to the, that one specific gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then fight each other that way. Yeah. There, you yeah. couldn't just jump to the casino if you wanted to go play slots because I love playing the slots. <laughs> <and> Pokemon <laughs> on Game Boy. I was a gambler early on in life. There were signs. And, uh, yeah, but and you'd have to like take. You'd have to go to the train station. You would get on a bike. You'd bike to the train station. Get on the train station. Go to the town where the, the casino was. Get off. Go to the casino. I'm like thinking about it. Like, man, I haven't experienced that in a game in so long. Yeah. Because you don't play Nintendo games. <laughs> that's true. I mean, but that's also painful. Where now it's like. You get Instant online, you can just like, oh, yeah. I want to join someone's party, bam. Oh, I want to get in their chat, bam. Oh, yeah. I want to leave, I'm out. You know, you can quit mid game. We yeah. could be in the middle of a Call of Duty match, and I'm like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. it, it's just way behind the times. It's just so far behind in multiplayer. I mean, it made sense back in the day when you had the because there were hardware limitations. Like you're not connecting your yeah. game, game Boy Advance to the internet and trading with somebody, so the link cable was necessary. But now, like the connectivity is just like it's it's there. They yeah. can do that. But they the just, infrastructure they just, exists. They choose not to do that. Yeah, when, when so that was a their... design decision to make it <laughs> yeah. that way. Yeah, the biggest disappointment for the new Super Smash Brothers that I bought my Switch solely to play. The whole reason I bought the Switch was for Smash Brothers. The online you can only do one v one. That's it. So if I wanted to play you, Hart, Dylan, and Daniel, I have to play you individually. We can never party up and all fight at the same time. Like, what's the point? Who likes 1v1 so much that they made it the only thing that you can do that makes no sense? I don't Yeah. Yeah, it's... But, I mean, once again, it should be noted that the multiplayer... I mean, Smash Bros. is kind of an exception because Smash Bros. is multiplayer-focused just... I, that doesn't make sense to me but a lot right. of games are are very much single player focused and they're excellent they're like fantastic zelda sure. breath of the wild animal crossing oh just yeah go down the list nintendo games are generally like triple a like so much fun but it's yeah. just this one little part that <laughs> continues to suck huge ass you know uh so mario party do you remember back in the day when Mario Party was fun? Oh, dude, I don't, was, was I don't want to talk about Mario Party. Mar Mario Party <laughs> on, the, so on the Switch it is the worst piece of shit game I have ever played in my entire dude, life. Dude, those four, the four maps you get a chance four to Four maps. Four are terrible. Terrible. Are, the best one is worse than the best, or sorry, the best one is worse than the worst map of any other Mario Party I've ever played in my entire life. Mm. Yes. So Mario Party has been in a consistent decline since like the Nintendo 64. I don't know what they're thinking. Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's something maybe you didn't know. When you try to play Mario Party on the Switch online, you can only play minigames. You can't wow. you can't actually play Mario Party. You can only play individual mini games online with uh, your friends. So is this like the end of Nintendo? I mean, no, because they're still. They likely said they're so good at the single player focus games, mm -hmm. and people 
like five million people buy Animal Crossing, so it's not like they're yeah. hurting for money or business. Yeah. It's just no one's going to expect anything from them ever again in regards <laughs> to multiplayer. I mean, yeah, I don't know how you, I don't know how you fix something that they won't acknowledge as broken. I mean, it's actually terrible. It's not. Yeah. It's not even just like a little bit off it's like we're, we're not being pretentious or not we're not being like privileged and prissy by complaining about this it's like a real thing it's a well, real dumbass issue well i think somebody was saying that like call of duty is like a multi-billion dollar thing i mean it's like you have these online like, like all, all games the, yeah i mean like yeah. if you think about some of these other games on these other systems that have these giant i mean they have like server farms probably that are supporting them and all Definitely. this other stuff going on maybe nintendo just doesn't want to get into all that they just want to do their own little thing and keep it all no i guess i I don't know there's nothing little about nintendo did you know that uh more than star wars more than more than any more than marvel more than anything you could think of pokemon is the number one most profitable intellectual property on in the on the planet there is nothing no pop culture that is more <laughs> profitable than Pokemon. Pokemon is owned by Nintendo. They don't mm-hmm. they they have the money. They're huge. Nintendo is massive. They kind of mm-hmm. they when they came out with the Wii and the Wii U, they sort of started to ebb a little. I mean, I know I didn't have a Nintendo console for a couple of generations because it was just kind of lame. Yep. When same, I was same, like same. Yeah. between I skipped from GameCube to Switch. Yeah. But when the Switch came out, the Switch is fucking genius. The Switch is so smart. Well, coming that, from the people that made the Game Boy, it makes total sense, right? Yeah. The whole idea of having something in your pocket that you can just go wherever you want to play and then taking uh, the console and putting it into that, using, like taking advantage yeah. of the technological advantages of 2020, 2018, 20, whatever it was. It's fucking, yeah, you're right, genius. It's and then they're so like, let's smart. put Animal Farm on yeah. it. <laughs> but it, it, it's like so so that ease of use is the the switch to me every time i pick it up off the stand and i start playing in my hand i think that was so cool <laughs> yeah, i think that's amazing sure. that's such a good idea whoever thought of that is a fucking genius and that yeah. ease of use and connectivity sadly does not carry over to their multiplayer philosophy yeah the switch but, is so easy that's like what it's built on it's like the whole idea behind it is it's easy to use yeah, it's yeah. Accessible. you can use it anywhere. Yeah. It's accessible, but yeah. it's it's completely the opposite with all their games when you're trying to play with your friends. <laughs> yeah, I, it makes no sense to me. Well, I, maybe it's something they can do a patch for and they can update it to where it takes the cutscene out or something. I mean, that would be great. But again, I'm I'm that's my whole point is that how do you fix something they won't recognize as broken? Well, I, I know that's a that's a thing that a lot of other video games have started doing is like they roll out all these patches and stuff and. Uh, maybe at some point they will do that or maybe it's just i mean it sounds like it's, it's a very conscious it's, design decision where it's, it's not like, a bug Daniel, no it's we a feature. are we are gonna do this <laughs> you know it's funny that you mentioned that about the decline around the time of the wii i remember the first time i remember the exact moment when i was like wii's are bullshit <laughs> i was at a birthday party and somebody challenged me to play tennis on there and the guy literally like he was right-handed he had broken his arm he's playing left-handed and beat me at Wii tennis as i was like like ranked in the city of austin for like boys 16s or something like that at at that time and i was like okay like (laughs) all right this game is uh this game i don't like, like the wii it's like the story of paul mccartney getting beaten rock band and a beatles song by his grandchildren yeah well yeah. i mean i don't know if i quite that level <laughs> of, of a greatness of but yeah I th- thank you <laughs> have you ever thought about uh professional athletes playing games that they're in and playing as themselves they do that on conan a, a few times i think i've do seen they? that like they'll do like let's plays oh with people and, who played them like in the movies or something uh well i mean i think there was one i saw where marshawn lynch played nfl like madden 2018 oh. or something with conan and oh. he was like actually and he his play- character he played and- as, him- as himself he's in the game that's yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. and you could like watch your stats from game to game like if you're play if you are in the league for 10 years like maybe your speed goes like between games changes based on your performance 
<laughs> and so you're like, like they'll be posting stuff on Twitter like those those bitches at EA only gave me 84 speed in 2018. So what, <laughs> what are they thinking? Yeah. <laughs> you're like keep That's working out so they'll update your yeah. character. <laughs> I got I got to get my finesse patch. rating higher. Uh, dude, my 40 yard dash got to get down a little bit. I got to make it happen. That's hilarious. I keep waiting for a sports game to come out where they don't do like Madden 19, Madden 20, Madden 21, where it's just Madden and it just updates like that constantly. Like as guys yeah. get older and they get slower, it hey, just that's that's the that should be the philosophy of most games, especially when they don't need to come. Like you've heard of the whole Overwatch thing where they're coming out with Overwatch 2. Yeah, there's no reason to come out with an Overwatch 2. Right. It is just a cash grab. And a bunch of people are kind of pissed off about it. Yeah. Um, but they're also weak and they'll pay for oh, it. Oh, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> and that's why the company did it because they know that the consumer will fold when it yeah. comes down to whether or not they're going to play the game with their friends or they're going to take a stance uh, on principle. Yeah. So, yeah. Like Destiny, Lee, wouldn't Destiny have been better if they had just kept updating shit instead of trying to make a whole new game? I mean, it's it's debatable. And this is a or big, maybe that's a bad example. But this, this is a big debate on the Internet, which is I mean, you could you could throw that. It's a cash grab. That's every. I mean, what you were just talking about, Daniel Madden, EA Sports, whatever, is the biggest cash grab I can fucking imagine. You have to buy yeah, a whole FIFA, new game yeah. every single year? Yeah. yeah. And it's the same game? That's the... That's... That should be illegal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse than loot boxes. You just... You bring out the same game every single year with minor changes, and you just keep paying $60 for it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the whole... Right? Uh... You can waste so much money playing video games. And the, the people that make the video games are well aware of that. And they design the games to be as addictive as possible. So that you can't just be like, well, maybe I won't buy it this year. Because you see all your friends online. You turn on your computer. I see whoever whoever is playing Overwatch or Rocket League. And I'm like, God, I sure wish I could join in with my friends. But you have to spend the money to do that. And that's not even talking about games with the whole free-to-play but pay-to-win uh, right. philosophy. That's just... The, the Battlefront 2 conundrum. I mean, it's it's literally a money pit. It's You're throwing money yeah. and you're buying nothing. You're buying nothing. Like you're buying, buying clothes you're buying a virtual f- character. <laughs> you're buying a file on your computer. Yeah. A yeah. small file. Like, it's... It, it's really it's like it's poison well the, <laughs> the the first time it really became apparent to me was gta 5 mm-hmm. because i remember when it first came out i paid the 60 bucks for it or whatever mm-hmm. it was great played the campaign you could get online most of the stuff from the campaign was online it was great and then they started doing that like oh for 10 bucks you can buy all these like you can buy these shark cards you buy these credit cards or whatever for the game and then you can start buying these overpriced vehicles. But people people started like doing the cheats to get more money. So they inflated the cost of everything online. So instead of like, originally everything was supposed to be relatively equivalent to its actual cost in right, real life. Right. And then it's like, okay, I'm paying $50,000 for this pistol <laughs> in this game. <laughs> and it's like a basic pistol. And you're like, oh my God, like, you know, ammunition for it, you know, just as an example. Or like a car, like originally... You know, it was like a $50,000 car in real life was a $50,000 car on there. Yeah. Or, or like a million dollar sports car. Now a million dollar sports car on there is like $20 million because everything, they just inflated it. Yeah. And then they inflated it and they realized people would still pay for it. And then they, it was like, they came out with a tank and then you wanted to buy the tank with a gun so you could blow up everybody online. So then they came out with this helicopter that blew up the tank. So you would, everyone would buy the helicopter and then you could buy this motorcycle that would come up, that would have wings and you could yeah. fly and you could stealthily kill the helicopter. Yeah, yeah. And then you had to get this other tank then that could get, shoot down the motorcycle. Yeah. And it was like, the horse you know, that stomps the dog and then, yeah, like the wasp and the tarantula and yeah, they just like yeah, each yeah, time yeah. they just raise it up a bar. Yeah. Oh well, my gosh! GTA Five is famously one of the worst examples of this. As yeah. far, have have you? When did GTA Five come out? Did, can you tell me that? Two thousand fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Okay. And what year is it now? Two thousand twenty. So it's six years. Same same deal with Skyrim. Uh, well, oh, okay. I haven't, I haven't. We haven't gotten to your point let's see. yet. Actually, Grand Theft Auto Five came out in two thousand thirteen. 
Oh shit! It and was like fall Grand 13. Theft Auto Four came out in two thousand eight. So if you look at the Grand Theft Auto franchise, it's ever since the the first one they got really big, which is three. There was three: the one in Lib- in uh, Liberty City. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was Vice City. Mm-hmm. Then there was Sa- I played. San Andreas. Mm-hmm. Then there was GTA 4, and now there's GTA 5, okay? And, I mean, we've all played all of those, <laughs> right? The Grand Theft Auto series, let's see when they came out. Okay, here it is. Grand Theft Auto 3, 2001. I remember Holy it. Shit. I bought it. I loved it. I played the shit out of that game. Grand Theft Auto Vice City, 2002. Same deal. So much fun. I yeah. put so much time into that game. <laughs> Same. San Andreas, 2004. So okay, that's so one that's a year. Two, that's a two-year cycle, and that that game was like revolutionary. Yeah, I remember the map was huge. It was huge. It were three yeah. whole cities. You, yeah, you could yeah. go so many places. It was it yeah. was like it felt like a wonderland. Yeah. Four years later, Grand Theft Auto Four in two thousand eight. Okay, so the development cycle continues to get longer. Mm-hmm. You could see, Grand Theft Auto Four was very detailed, but much smaller than San Andreas. It was just the one city. Was that the first time you could play it online? Yeah. Grand okay. Theft Auto 4. So, yeah. It, okay. And then Grand Theft Auto 5 comes out. 2013, that's seven years ago. Still, no, not even news of a Grand Theft Auto 6. You know why? Well, because Grand Theft Auto 5 continues to make money like like fucking printing money they just they're like laughing in their offices <laughs> filled with money because this because people keep spending money on nothing yeah to stay relevant in the game that they've had since 2013 so you buy the game yeah. once and then you have to keep buying shit to stay relevant mm-hmm. in the game that you already bought for $60 that's not nothing well, that's a lot of money and I did this recently. Well, I probably in the, like the last few months, I got on to play it, and I have everything from 2017 was pretty much the last time I played it consistently. So I'm two years, three years behind. Mm-hmm. And I turned it on. I was like, people are just like like Tron bikes. <laughs> like okay, I'm I'm down here in like an armored car, and they're like, would shoot you with a laser that you can nuke things. <laughs> You can, you can, you get this like one giant nuke that you can use per online session or some shit. Like, like, because you can buy a bunker. They're like, oh, well people buy bunkers and they hide in their bunkers. Now, now if someone go, you could used to be able to go into a building and hide from people online. They're like, now if they go in that building, you can nuke them once per online session. Like, no bitch, you're not going to get away from me. I'm going to nuke you now. Oh my God. And it's probably like a 40 or $50 uh, DLC to be able to get that perk. Just for that one thing. Because I remember in 2017, they came out with this, like, you could get a mobile armored truck that was like a command center. Yeah. And you could drive your car up into it. And it was like, cool as shit. I'm like, why wasn't this in the original game? <laughs> you could get, like, an underground bunker. And then you buy the basic bitch bunker for, like, $5 million, which is, like, $20. Like, $5 million is, like, 20 bucks US or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but... I was like, I I want to have another cool thing because they started, but I didn't buy all the stuff, you know, like everything that came out that was new was DLC. Yeah. You could buy like com- yachts with command centers. And I I mean, I couldn't even tell you all the stuff that's on it now, but they, it's yeah, just ridiculous. It's, but they, so I had heard that they were working on six. It was supposed to be based in Houston. The Houston area, I think was going to be the city. And there were like rumors of that in like 2016 17 mm-hmm. but because they've been making so much money i guess i would imagine they basically have it developed and then they're like oh we can make it look so much better now with yeah. better textures and everything so they're like they're waiting in- for their stock to fall under a certain threshold and then they're like all right yeah. we'll throw this game out but the fucking the gta 5 division's like nah we're coming up with nukes and shit like we're still yeah. putting in the game i mean it's still memeable there's still like streamers go on there and they they like act like they're real people like they oh, yeah. they have like they they make their characters have relationships with other characters, which are other streamers pretending to be those characters. They have like TV shows. It's like sitcoms, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? I don't get it. But I mean, yeah, it's. it's and then wild. you got a, a forty-five second cutscene to fly into someone else's <laughs> island. 
Do, do you know how many? Do you know how many? Uh, farm. Grand, the contrast uh, is stark. Grand Theft Auto Five has sold more than one hundred million units since it came out. Well, that's, but think about how much more money they've made in DLC on top of that. No, it, I mean I don't even want to think about it. It's I've I've probably spent like honestly probably like fifty or sixty bucks on DLC for it. I mean that's nothing. and I and I didn't even like buy. I bought like a fraction of the stuff that they were releasing. Don't talk to me or Lee or Hart or Dylan about DLC for Rocket League. Just I buying just mean, keys back in the day. So, oh, so Daniel, are you familiar with the loot box controversy? Yeah. Yeah. Because it preys on people's addictive personalities, which is why, mm-hmm. I mean, it's outlawed in some European countries. You literally can't have that in your game. So mm. they, they up front, you play the game. So a lot of games... Rocket League, for example, is just individual instances of matches against other players. There's no story. There's no overarching uh, progression system. It's just everyone's the same, and you play Rocket Soccer against three other cars, okay, with your two friends. But at the end of each game, and they've since done away with this because of the controversy, but they'll give you drops... And those drops, a lot of the time, are crates. And a crate looks fancy. It's, like, really appealing. It's, like, cool. What could be in a crate? And classically, in video game, like, uh, every video game player knows. Yeah, you're predisposed to know that crates or chests are, you know. Ooh, stuff. Loot. Things I can get. Loot. Treasure. I mean, there's whole games. Borderlands. uh, uh, Diablo. PUBG. That are just just based around. doing it for a while. That that loop of like finding shit that's cool right. and then really not even enjoying the game that much but wanting to find the next thing that's cool like right. i found something rare that feels good i'm like proud of that for some reason and i i understand that feeling i'm not making fun of people because i get that feeling and i know it very well i'm like wow i found this really awesome rare cool axe that's cool that's like great for my character and then i could just turn the game off and never play it again not ever in my life and never even think <laughs> about it again. Anyway, the they give you those crates. You can look inside the crates. And they say, this is what could be in the crate. They give you mm-hmm. a little visual things representation. shimmer and move. Yeah. And, yeah. So you say, yeah. oh, you could get these nine shitty things. By the way, there's like a 99% chance you're going to. Uh, or you could get these five really awesome things that nobody, that you just. That and ca- it like shows them on your car. And- yeah. Yeah, like exactly. oh, you could have this. You're so mm-hmm. close. It gives you previews. Yep. So you can see this, and you have the crate, and like ostensibly the crate is yours. So in that way, the item is yours, but it's not because you have to spend a dollar to open a crate. By the way, if you play at with any sort of regularity, you'll get hundreds of crates, hundreds of them. So every time you want to open a crate, you spend a dollar, and if you play the game three times a week. And you just open one crate per session, which, by the way, is, like, really reserved. I haven't opened a crate in a couple years because I realized, wow, that's, like, unhealthy to spin. Mm -hmm. To just be like, oh, you know, sometimes I spend this much on fries at a fast food restaurant. I might as well just... It's like throwing my money in the trash. Right, because you can buy you can buy one key for like ninety nine cents or like you know a dollar ninety nine, but you can buy seven keys for five ninety nine. Well, so you're getting yeah. a deal on that, keys. That's too. the case in most games. Rocket League wasn't like that, but yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and so you buy the key, and you're like, cool. I bought the key so I can get this cool item that I want. You you open the crate. It does this little like spinny thing, like a roulette, like a slot machine. Oops, I got a shitty item that I will never use. I just shredded $1. (laughs) But that $1 turns into $5, turns into $10. Even if you just spend $5 a week on that game, the game only costs $15, by the way. You have to buy it outright when you start playing Rocket League. You spend Mm -hmm. $5 a week, you spent close to $300 in a year playing a game that only costs $15. Yeah, and it's been out for five years, so do that math. Yeah. And if they have 10 million people playing and doing that, <laughs> and, yeah. that's, and that's like a very small number, I would estimate that most players that are going to spend money on the game like that spend a whole lot more than that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and I remember when PUBG was doing that. And I would get the points, and I'd be trying to open up the crates, and I'm like, "Come on, I want that freaking the goofiest thing." And they're like, "Give me that cowboy hat," you know? Yeah. And it's like, "Oh, I got a red T-shirt. Oh, I got a red T-shirt. <laughs> oh, oh another, another fucking red, red T-shirt." Like I blew all my points on this crate to get, and it has like you have twenty, what, like twelve things in there. It's a lot. And like yeah. one of them is the red T-shirt, and I'm like, "Great, I had I I rolled six times, and I got five red T-shirts out of it." <laughs> yeah, that was honestly PUBG was the one game that that really struck home for me. Yeah. I was like, I, cause I never opened a single crate, but I saw people opening crates and I yeah. saw people spending money and I was like, God, damn. well, you didn't have to, when I was playing it on Xbox, you didn't have to pay for the points. Like you were just awarded the points from however well you did in the match. So you were basically just like using free points to open free yeah, but, stuff, but, they but then had, they got away from that. Yeah, because they had crates that were locked and they had crates that were unlocked. Yeah, and yeah. then they slowly transitioned to like, if you want the extra goofy stuff, like the Halloween pack, you got to buy it. Yeah. And then they got rid of it all altogether, I think. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, Rock, but, I mean, just to use Rocket League as an example again, they got rid of their crate system, instead implemented a system of something called Blueprints, which... um. The reason the crate system is is controversial is not because of the fact that people waste money on it. It's because of the fact that they're selling you only a chance to win something. Right? Right, you can't just so, pay for it outright. So you could spend $500 and never get the item that you wanted. Right. So they, they moved to a system that's called Blueprints uh, after they were bought by Epic Games, which is famously a, a, you know, it's a mega game corporation that's like their their bottom line is the line like players don't matter they're trying to make money yeah they're a business rockstar is a business nintendo is a business they're really just trying to make money off of you that's like kind of the point but uh the blueprints you can see exactly what you're getting you have to spend something called credits and credits are 100 uh 100 credits equals a dollar but most of the best items this like the coolest wheels, the new cars that are painted the right color, they're upwards of $20 per item. So yeah. 2,000 credits. And you don't even earn credits in-game. Or you earn them so slowly that it would take you months of gameplay to even earn 1,500 credits. Hmm. Anyway, it, I, mean, I enjoy the games nonetheless, but it is, it's a predatory industry for sure. For sure, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I guess, I mean, we're a lot, maybe people aren't paying as close attention to that and they're definitely taking advantage of them. I mean, I've, I've like see it and I'm like, like, I never really had a problem trying to like go and buy like the crates in Rocket League were appealing. I spent money on buying some keys, but it was like, okay, this is not a system that I'm going to win, you know? Right. But, and it was like, I don't really play it that much. Like, I don't really get that invested, I guess. Or if I do, it's just for a short period. So. I've been fortunate to not fall for that, but yeah. I could see how it would definitely be. But I tell you what, uh, freaking the slots and and freaking Pokemon Gold or whatever, uh, a Crystal Pokemon Crystal on Game Boy Color. Ooh. I'd be sitting there for freaking hours. Just, I mean, you could see how man. people. I mean, I I never really understood before that what a gambling addiction means, what that is, and I get it now. Now I understand it. It's fucking psychological, dude. They get you because you're like, mm, one more time, I'm gonna win this time. Ooh, I, I lost a little. Maybe I can win the next time to cover what I lost the the time before, and so on and so forth until you spend all your money and you're dead. <laughs> that's uh, it's gambling. And that sounds like gambling. Is just uh, carved into your headstone. I gambled all my money. Now I'm dead. Yep. Dan. <laughs> psionics <laughs> and I, oh, I, I think about it all the time how, how uh, selling something even selling something directly to somebody like DLC for like cosmetic stuff for your character so let's say I don't know you're selling in, you have your own business you sell whatever it could be anything you sell I don't know hats so you make a hat you sell a hat that person has the hat you no longer have a hat you have money instead Conversely, you make a digital hat, you design a digital hat for a character in a video game, you sell the hat, you still have it. 
You didn't really <laughs> yeah. sell a product. You designed a product that can be sold infinitely. Yeah. Yeah. Defies so, the conservation of mass. Yeah, so, 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 so the person paid for the privilege of having access to the data that they need to get the hat on their character. But you designed that once, and it makes you money forever. It's like licensing rights to a, to a Christmas song. So as long as the game continues to be relevant in any way, you make money off of people buying that dumbass hat that you designed one time. <laughs> yeah. And that's where that's where the video game industry has in the last 20 years at some point it turned over to no longer being a system where you sell a game, you made your money. Now the game is sold. Now you sell a game and you continue to make money off the game. Yeah. Even if you never work on it again in your entire life, and you just move on to the next project, but the old project is still making you money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a one-to-one -one conversion with uh, being able to play online, online capability, Xbox Live, the PlayStation Network, whatever, uh, PC gaming, all of that, <clears throat> being able to play with your friends and not be in the same house, they capitalized as soon as they learned the, that that was going to be the perfect moment i think was when you still had to put the disc in but you could play with other people in other places because then it was like there wasn't any dlc that you were downloading or everything you paid 60 bucks you got the game or that the, was it or the dlc came in in the form of another disc and was like it was just one of them and it didn't matter that much like yeah. the expanse of uh the reach halo reach uh maps yeah. pack or whatever it's like okay one and done I mean, now we have all those maps. I mean, I think, I mean, wasn't Reach was really like, for me, that was the last, like, that game. Like, put the disc in, play online. No, Re Reach was 100% the last. Well, that mixed with us playing with each other. Well, yeah, that yeah. too. But I mean. Yep. 2000. Yeah, maybe it was the last, the last disc yeah. game too. Like, late 2000s. Like, two, what, 2000? Well, no. It was, it was like 2010 to 2012-ish. Yeah. Yeah. And after that, it was, you can download the game straight onto your console. Yeah. It was the it was that fourth generation of console where the online. Um, they right. became three sixty yeah. to Xbox One. Yep. Right. Yeah. Or yeah, I mean, I I, I had the PS4 instead, but it was exactly that yeah. era where I stopped buying discs and instead just downloaded the game straight onto my. Yeah, it was yeah. the the rare phenomenon where the twilight years were also the golden years because <laughs> that was my probably my favorite time playing games yeah yeah when we do the all-nighter reach parties and stuff so crazy oh yeah. good stuff all right well, daniel well it's four o'clock yeah my ride's gonna get here soon okay well this was good was concentrated this is nice i think uh, having Ooh. seen both of your setups i need to buy i need to buy a, a nice like gaming desk chair yeah i need to i'm gonna get one where i can do my flight sim stick though because i'm nerdy like that you should be nerdy like that yeah i didn't appreciate it in our youth but i'm so while we're still talking about games i'm so excited for the next flight simulator because it's gonna load in live weather and like it uses google's 3d mapping stuff it's supposed yeah. to look super realistic and if you fly out of austin and it's raining and you get on the game to fly it's raining it's pretty dope uh, unless you like specify otherwise i guess but you can do like a, a live weather setting. setting yeah they tried to do it for the last one that came out in like the like 2010 or 2008 or whatever it's garbage <laughs> and then you fly over a town and there'd be like three houses and you're like yeah okay <laughs> that's not atlanta <laughs> nice that, but anyways cool. all right daniel say bye all right, everyone take care out there. See you next time.